0: Here's Lisa living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald
1: good morning everybody thank you so very much for joining me rejoining me again on this lovely friday morning my name is lisa mcdonald host of living fearlessly with the contact talk radio network listenership spans to 145 countries 220 tv radio terrestrial satellites and the potential for millions of itunes downloads once again we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest so who is my guest of today well what i can tell you about my guest riyadh hamdi is that he is an entrepreneur Instagram consultant, author, speaker for companies such as Dell, and among notable speakers such as Les Brown. He first discovered his passion for helping others when he became a personal trainer in his native country of Tunisia. Determined to create a better life for himself, Riyadh came to the United States in the year 2000 with only two dollars, yes that's correct, two dollars in his pocket. Today he owns a chain of juice bars in Southern California as well as a line of activewear and a brand of water. Riyadh loves his life and the opportunities he finds to help others pursue their own dreams. Rial currently lives in Long Beach, California with his wife Amy and two daughters, Madeline and Addison. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you?
2: Good. Thank you so much, Lisa, for inviting me. I'm honor to be in your show. Thank you so much.
1: Well, it's an honor to have you. And we've certainly behind the scenes been planning this for quite some time. So here we are, it's finally coming to fruition. And, you know, I'm really enamored by the story. And this is what I want to delve into because the people who tune into this show, Riyadh, it's people who are immersed in the world of personal growth, personal development, uh, people who are either already entrepreneurs or they're aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners. And so a lot of people who take the time very generously to tune into the show, it's because they're looking to receive tips, tools, nuggets, inspiration uh, with topics such as leadership, mindset from guests such as yourself. So this is a very fascinating story. And I want to just I want to circle back to the $2 because most people who have a similar story who immigrate to a different country, uh, usually it's the standard, oh, I had $100 in my pocket. So how does one make that leap with $2 in their pocket? And let's talk a little bit about the backstory and let's talk about the inception of your journey from where you were with $2 in your pocket to where you are today for everything that I've now just cited here in the intro.
2: Thank you, Lisa. I um, We're five kids. I'm the youngest one. I grew up in Tunisia, and um, I remember when I got home and I said, "Mommy, Mommy, I'm home. What do we have for dinner tonight?" And my mom, she's crying in the kitchen. She said, "We don't have food." And um, we hug each other and we sit down on the floor. And I told her, "Mommy, it's okay. We don't have food for tonight, but I have you, Mommy." And um, I always love play soccer. I never have tennis shoes. I play barefoot. And I remember I go home and my feet all bloody. And I said, Mommy, Mommy, we win, we win the game. I'm I'm so excited about winning the game." And my mom said, "Why your feet is bloody?" I said, Mommy painted the name of the game. You have to get hurt to win." Uh, I came to America in 2000 with only two dharma packets, and the only word I know in English is "job," and then and the reason I come here is because I want to make sure my mom don't cry no more, because my mom cries all the time. With, we are not having food, no hot water to take shower. And I came here for my mom, yes, in 2000, yeah.
1: Wow, that's impressive. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing all of that with us in the listening audience. So, so let's talk about when you get to the States in the year 2000, you know, what's the first step? you've got barely no money in your pocket you've got to find a place to live were you already connected with people who first housed you to give you your first footing in the world of transitioning and and then coming up with a business plan like how did one thing evolve into the other because that's going to be on the minds of the listeners they're going to go okay this is a lovely story and yes there's a there's a a contrast between the way it once was in Riyadh's world to where it now is. But how does somebody with $2 in their pocket, because there's people who are listening who are going to go, you know, I've got like only like 2000 or 1000 or $600 in my bank account, and I wouldn't even be able to know how to do what he's pulled off. So what were the first steps?
2: You know, the first step, um, I, I stopped in Los Angeles in Hollywood Boulevard, and I... Uh, I start walking and asking, say, job. And um, the only word I know is English, job. And I get rejected. And they say job. And I get rejected. I start knocking the doors in Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. And I get rejected. May you remember, Lisa, is not how many doors you knock, is who's behind the door going to change your life?
1: Mm, Very true. This is Very what people
2: It said It's not how many doors. And for me, I think seeing my mom crying every day. When I'm walking Hollywood, I'm seeing pictures picture in the front for me. He said, one day my mom have food. One day my mom have hot water. And I start knocking, knocking, and I get rejected. And finally, the owner is from Morocco. He speaks the same language like me, Arabic. I beg him. I told him, give me a job, please. He said, no, you don't speak English. I cannot have you work in the restaurant. I begged him, I said, let me clean the bathroom, I clean the toilet, I clean the floor, I sleep on the floor, I want to just place for tonight, I told him, I do not have no place, I just have two dollars." I begged him, he said, okay, 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 go ahead, clean the bathroom and clean the floor, it's only for tonight, and sleep on the floor, and when I travel and people ask me, do you slept on the floor, I said, yes, I slept on the floor, but I slept in America floor. Mm. it's a different yep. thing when i slept is america floor is opportunity and i remember it's hard i remember the first night when i'm sleeping on the floor after i cleaned the bathroom and uh, i saw crying i said oh, I, I, I don't know if i want to do this i want to go home tomorrow mom i'm sorry i want to go home i, ca- I cannot do this i don't speak english i cannot communicate like all the thought in my mind like my plan to exec- to walk, look for embassy and said, take me home, I don't know and in the end, I think I realized, I said, no I can't, my mom need me and I remember the next day when I woke up and the owner, his name is Mike from Morocco, he walked toward me and I said, oh my god he's going to let me go today and before he say any word, I told him hey, please, I know you're going to let me go today, I mean, let me clean your shoes and your car before you let me go and he looked at me and said, why are you doing this? said, uh, I saw that my mom cry every day, and uh, we don't have food, we don't take a shower, and uh, I'm here for my mom, and uh, he felt bad about me. He gave me a hug, said, you know what, it's okay, you don't speak English, me. it's okay, you can stay longer here. And this is what I did, like, I start every day, clean the bathroom, clean the floor, and um, and I did this for six months, and... Um, for me, I, I think I love the struggle. The reason who I am today because I slept in the floor. When people see me said, Oh my god, Riyadh, you're very successful today. I told them, No, I'm successful nineteen years ago, not today. When I said yes for the floor. Bingo. Yes, yes for no food. Is the, the success is not today. The success happened in two thousand. When I said yes for the floor, yes for Don't take shower. Yes, for eating bread all day. It's not today. And this is why everybody have to get it. The success is not today. It's 19 years ago.
1: Love it. Well, you said a few things there that, you know, I had a few simultaneous thoughts come to mind, which is not uncommon when I'm doing these uh, unscripted interviews. So, um, one, you know, this is what we talk about in the world of personal growth and personal development. We talk about this in business. You know, the degree of one success really does depend on to what degree you can surrender your ego and so for people who have and there's many success stories and for people who I've interviewed where they have said similar things to yourself Riyadh in terms of you know what I I was humble and I was grateful for whatever and everybody's got to start somewhere and so the fact that somebody was willing to give me an opportunity to clean a toilet or to mop a floor and then prove myself and work my way up that's what you have to do. You know, that's what one has to do. And some people's circumstances are more dire than others, where that might be the the beginning, uh, humble beginning story. Uh, but I think no matter where we are in our lives, you know, some people say, oh, I don't want to have to do that. Like, that's embarrassing or that's humili- humiliating or that's degrading. Well, you know, if those things are beneath you, then you will never aspire to get to where it is that you say you want to go and these things do not happen overnight and this is more about success is really birthed out of character Right. It, it really is. It's not about who gives you the money, who gives you the pat on the back, who gives you the testimonial, who gives you the stage, who gives you the microphone. It's not about that because that will be short-lived if you haven't proven to the degree of what you're you're made up of fundamentally. So when somebody's willing to suck it up and say, "Look, I can envision a bigger picture for myself. It might not be comfortable for me to have to start out asking to sweep a floor, or clean a toilet, but..." I will prove and I will build and I will grow and I will scale and I will leverage. And that does something to someone's DNA, unlike anything else is just initially handed to you. Would you not agree?
2: Yeah, exactly. And remember, Lisa, success starts from the inside, not from the outside. Yes.
1: Yes. Hence Life. character building.
2: From the inside. Yeah. Everything starts from the inside. And when you, and when you, this was success is not from the outside. And for me, I think I love the way I grew up. I love the struggle. <laughs> I think yeah. uh, when I come back, said, I love, I think, seeing my mom crying and struggle, make me who I am today, make me work so hard to make sure I don't cry no more. Uh, I, I love the journey. Uh, success is a long journey. Yeah.
1: Success is a never-ending journey. Right, exactly. because yes. th- th- yeah, there's no ceiling, there's no expiration date. It's and 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 really, success is. You know, people have a different definition, a very unique individual definition for success. But I think for people who choose to honor themselves, really get crystal clear on what it is that their purpose is, and everybody who I've interviewed on the show, their purpose is somehow encapsulated what it means to pay it forward, to be of service to other people, to the collective, either because they believe in the messaging of themselves, which is incorporated into their brand, uh, whatever the case may be. Now, the other thing I want to say and this might be a bit sensitive for you um but i often play devil's advocate on this show just to introduce different deeper levels of perspective and 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 really trying to appreciate your journey for what it was cuz nobody knows it other than you firsthand so when we look at your motivating factor what inspired you and lit a fire underneath your feet to really just you know got to get this going got to get this going got to get this going You know, and you keep prefacing that this was birthed out of seeing your mom upset and never having food to eat and being on the floor and all of that. I'm a parent, you're a parent, no judgment to your mother, but some people would arguably say, you know, that's a bit role reversal. A child should never have to be robbed of their childhood to take on the responsibilities that are more so inherent and appropriate for that of the parent, because you didn't ask to be born um, so what do you say to people? Cause I, am sure, I don't know. Am I the first person that's asking you this question? Yeah. See- yeah. Am I the
2: first? Yeah. This is the first question. I did a lot of interviews and, um, yeah, I love the question. The one thing everybody have to get, like, sometimes you blame our parents. My mom, she's, she's the best. I love my mom. My mom, she's my heart. My mm-hmm. mom did the best. Sometimes, um, before we give us a food or a place to sleep, I want to, my, my mom give me love. Mm-hmm. And this is what she did. My mom actually gave me love. Mama, this is what she did before the food and before the floor. My mom did her best. She don't, she's, she's a stay home. My dad is a teacher. He's struggling every day to pay the bills. Yeah, don't, she, did, she did her best to make sure we're okay. And, um, mm-hmm. and um, she wants the best for us. The reason she's kind because she wants to have food for us for dinner. She wants. She's trying so hard. And the opportunity over there is different than the opportunity in America. It's totally different than here. Right. And, and yeah, we don't, I'm, I'm against somebody pla- blaming the past. No, my mom, my mom did the best. And I love my mom so much because everything starts when I'm in her stomach. Remember when I'm in her stomach, I eat half the food that she carried me for nine months and her back hurt for three months. You mean, is is not the day I show up, start in, in her stomach, everything. Don't, yeah.
1: Well, that's beautiful. You know what? That's a very beautiful thing for you to have said because, you know, I mean, that just kind of like awakened me a little bit. Um, because I was looking more on the spectrum when we talk about age and the role reversal of, of who looks after who at, at what time in the journey, you know, and there's, is, this is not about disrespecting or blaming your mom, but, you know, again, everybody's got their backstory and some people would who are tuning into the show for different reasons or similar reasons might go, you know what, I once upon a time felt robbed of my childhood because I was catapulted into having to grow up much faster beyond my years of comprehension for what should have been uh, the way it generally goes. And if I'm to look after my parents, that should be when they become senior, maybe become incapacitated with their cognitive abilities or physical impairments. Um, that's generally the way that it goes. And yes, I understand that things uh, operate differently within different cultures. Um, and
2: Melissa, I'm sorry to interrupt me. We, don't for, we need to remember something very important in our life. When you're born poor, it's okay. Make sure you don't die poor. When mm. you're born unhappy, it's okay. Make sure you don't die unhappy. This how it You know, Look. make mm-hmm. sure this is what you do. Like a lot of people say, I'm born poor. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, make sure you don't die poor. If my mom, my dad try our best, I want to make sure I do more than my mom, my dad did. And this is how work in life. Yes, like we, we don't blame anybody. The only person you need to blame is yourself. Sometimes the problem we blame because we don't have anything to uh, justify why we're broke, why we're not successful. Don't we try to blame other or oh, if my mom did this for me, if my mom, uh, like took me to this school better than this school. No, no, no. Everything starts from you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people, the mother and the dad give them everything and still unhappy and have everything and still unhappy. It's about True. you. It's about you. You decide. Say, you know what? I saw my mom and my dad struggle. I want to make sure my mom and my dad don't struggle no more.
1: And Beautiful. And you
2: do, you do more. This is how I believe, I think.
1: hmm no, and that's beautiful. And there's no judgment by me asking or posing that particular type of question. Yeah. It's just we're, this is all about, you know, expanding perception, uh, really getting deep on subject matters, which, you know, you've been very brave in in providing your vulnerability and sharing with us what the backstory is. And you're absolutely wholeheartedly right and correct when you say you know this is an inside job it's not about pointing fingers it's about taking personal responsibility it's about accepting ownership for our decisions more but more so people associate that cognitively and and appropriately timed for when we embark upon you know being of sound age and sound mind and sound judgment in which to make those decisions. Uh, as an adult, there is no excuse. In my personal opinion, you know, you're not happy with your life, then reevaluate. You know, get a mentor, be coachable. Um, you know, there's so many resources that are accessible to us in the 21st century uh, that there really is no excuse, no matter you know what your economic situation is, uh, what your language barrier is, because most people, societies, and humanity are pulling together for the so-called underdog. People recognize people need an additional infrastructure of support. People recognize that we are all one, we are all connected, we are all in this together. So we share our resources and we prop people up and we give people um, a, a, a starting place. And so the fact that you have morphed into what you've now cultivated for yourself, not only is that a success story, but now contrasting that with what we now know as a result of the backstory, that's even more so uh, exponentially inspirational. Um, and so that says a lot about your character. It says a lot about your mindset. Uh, and it says a lot about how you take leadership in your own life. Um, so what a great role model you must be to your two daughters and wanting to give them the best and give them what, you know, you perhaps did not have. So, you know, when we, when we know more, we do more, right? When we know better, exactly. we do better.
2: Exactly. Life is about mindset. For me, it's like, La- you mean life is priceless, <clears throat> and you have one shot. You run the day, or the day around you.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: decide. You, do, you don't. have. You don't have middle ground. I, I remember the story when, when I come to America, and uh, I never saw a elevator. The first time I saw a elevator is in America. I never saw a elevator in my, in my small town where I grew up. And I told my friend, "What's this?" And my friend said, "This is an elevator." And remember, I get so scared as I thought it's a box. <laughs> and the door. I told him, "What's this box?" I said, "No, this is a lever." And I get so scared. And what happened? The door open, and I stay halfway. And when I'm halfway, the door cannot close. And after I said, "Okay, let me go in and see what happened." After I said, "No, no. If I go in, nobody know I'm in. Let me go outside and watch." <laughs> and you know what lies in life? The only way to go to the top is to go all the way in.
1: Right. Right. Or climb the stairs, man. I mean, exactly. you climbed this. You didn't yes. take the elevator to the top. You took the no. stairs and you cleaned exactly. those stairs. Right. Uh, and you mopped uh, you, exactly. you those stairs and you slept underneath those stairs. So take the stairs.
2: Exactly. And take step by step and be patient. And yeah, life is a mindset. When I travel and people said I'm lazy, I told them you're not lazy. You just have poor thinking. Mm hmm yeah when people said "I'm tired, you're not tired, you 're just an inspire right yeah, don't we have to go more deeper we're all we're all love to swim, mean nobody likes to jump we're mm-hmm. all love to swim I mean nobody likes to jump we have to jump to learn to swim yeah and this is what I think what people missing.
1: Well, and not everybody wants to swim in the deep end, right? We live in a very still superficial society. So people are willing to, you know, test the waters, dip the toe in. But beyond that, it's like, oh, I'll just sit out here and tan. No, jump in the deep end, learn how to swim. There's no better way to learn how to swim, providing it's supervised, Supervised, you know, if we're talking about children too, uh, specifically. You know, but I mean, this is how you face your fears. This is how you overcome your fears. And if you're on the other side of it and you're always going, oh, that looks fun and that looks exciting. And, you know, I could really envision myself doing that or having that in my life. But who am I to think that I'm worthy of that? You know, people have such a real... And it's really sad and it's really unfortunate. And I think we, you know, I'm not going to go on record as saying I've never grappled with that in my life. I most certainly have. But it's not okay to sit in that space indefinitely because if we say that we love our children, if we say that we want to be part of the solution, if we say that we want to be the walking, talking, breathing example for what is more productive and what is more intuitive and what is more aligned, we've got to embody that ourselves. And if we know that we have a bit of a fractured um self esteem or a sense of self confidence or self worth then we need to do the work before we can start professing to our children or to anyone else call it colleagues peers clients you know get with the program like of course you deserve to be writing this book of course you need, you know you deserve this opportunity to be interviewed and and give your talk on the stage you know like you you to, your success is also going to be contingent on to the degree that you value yourself and don't consider yourself a second class citizen
2: exactly and remember everybody thought when i traveled people said oh Riyadh, you're extraordinary i tell everyone I'm not extraordinary. I'm an ordinary person with extraordinary passion. Beautiful. do The one thing everybody forget, like, you don't need, you don't need to go Harvard to Harvard to, to have a great to have a job and make a lot of money. I came here with only $2 in my pocket. And the only word I know is an ancient job. And I'm living my American dream is I'm creating a job is here. Do you know why? Because I know if you keep going, if you keep going, you're going to win yes you go, because knowledge talent don't get you anywhere talent plus massive work get you knowledge don't get you anywhere knowledge is just potential power don't this is what i tell everybody you just focus don't worry about other and keep going and keep going and you want to fail when you fail in your, and you want to win in the end you're going to you're going to win in the end i promise show me anybody everyday work massive work and, and loss no one you have to keep going in life And when you you do this, do you you know what happened, Lisa? This is, I think, the mistakes that people do. Successful people see with the mind. Average people see with the eyes. You you want to see with your eyes. You want to see with your mind. It's like somebody go to the gym. He come back home. He take his T-shirt said, oh, I'm not seeing biceps. And (laughs) let, let me try next day. He go next day working out. Said He look in the mirror said, Oh, I'm not seeing biceps. I don't think I'm doing the right thing. Maybe I don't need to go. Maybe I need to do something different. I mean, because he see with his eyes and says see with your mind. Doc, if you keep going for keep going, keep going after 12, six, nine months, 12 months, you're going to see biceps. And the problem people don't want to do the work. The problem people when he see successful people said he's lucky. Yes. People are rich. Me, no, 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 no. Do you know when I speak on this stage and sometimes people. People tell me, oh, I don't understand you in English. May I tell everyone, my heart speaks English. Mm. My heart speaks all the language. Don't, you have to have a mindset. You have to be focused. Because remember, the trophy is in the second half, not in the first. You get the trophy in the second half, not the first half. A lot of people tried the first half said, okay, no, I don't, I don't know if you want to win. Let's stop the game. You have to keep mm-hmm. going because your trophy, you win in the, when you, the second half, the game finished. And this is what everybody has. And everybody has to remember, like, I don't know if people, like, confuse sometimes. When I talk, I tell people, do you know you are in America, my friend? Do you know who you are? <laughs> I think sometimes people actually confused. <laughs> I tell people, do you know you're you know you walking in America floor? This is called not floor. This is called America floor, my friend. This is called opportunity. Do you know I grew up in my country, walk barefoot, no hot water? Sometimes you have food, sometimes not. And this too risky. Do you know how people die to come to this country? Yes. Do you know how people in the boat, in the water, and you already here? And you speak the language? And you tell me, I don't know if Mm -hmm. I want to make it. And I tell everyone, if you don't make it in America, you cannot make it anywhere in the world. (laughs) Very simple. Well, yes
1: very simple very simple but we as humans uh, human beings we tend to complicate things because the concepts are very very simple right but we just give it a different story or we get all muddled up in our thinking or you know we just we got to recalibrate and we got to deconstruct our thinking and our paradigm uh once upon a time paradigm for thinking that things were the way they were and you said a few things and i want to underscore it here too i want to impress upon this with the listening audience so You know, any person who is notably recognized or deemed or characterized in today's world as being successful or who has so-called made it, you know... Every one of them will tell you, it's repetition, 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 repetition. No differently than the example you used about the person going to the gym, coming home, removing their t-shirt and not seeing that they're instantly buffed. Well, you know what? You do that every single day or in some cases twice a day and you do that week after week, month after month, year after year and you really get disciplined and you put that investment of time and energy and attention to that then you start to see the results, but nothing instantaneously shows up. You've got to pay your dues. You've got to, you know, you've got to show the universe to what degree you are truly committed in this, whatever this is for each person, whatever it is that they're passionate about, whatever it is that they're driven by, whatever the backstory is where they want to have a write, a different ending. I'll have a different outcome. Uh, whatever the case may be and so the people who are committed to exercising daily fierce tenacity perseverance fortitude being able to hold the bigger vision and you said something else too which I cite quite often here on radio you know people sometimes you know they need evidence they need evidence before they're willing to put forth the effort no you have to believe it to see it. It's not about seeing it to believe it. You have to believe it to see it. That's when the manifestation truly happens. Because if you are so in your zone, in your brain before whatever it is you're envisioning actually comes to tangible fruition, if you can so see it no differently than the reality of what you can in this realm of physical existence, smell, touch, feel, hear, that's when it starts to show up that's when the right people show up that's when the right opportunities show up that's when your growth and momentum starts to scale and leverage quickly and there's no coincidence to that and you are a walking talking breathing example of that yourself so good for you
2: thank you liz and always i tell everyone you have you have for me i say you have seven steps for legacy I never say for success because I tell everyone, train for legacy, don't train for life. Yes, beautiful. And and the one thing I tell everybody, first, you have to have a dream. And like what you said, Lisa, after you have to believe it, after you have to see it in the front for you, after Mm -hmm. you have to share it, after after you have to plan it, after you get to work and after you achieve it. It's seven steps. First, you have to have a dream, believe it, see it, share it. Planet, achieve it action and achieve it and let me tell you my story first i have a dream i want to build my mom house i want to have a dream i want to make sure my mom have hot water my mom have food and uh, i believe it in my heart because i saw my mom crying every day and i saw it when i walk in hollywood i see a picture in the front for me said one day my mom have hot water one day i have food and you know what i did I tell everyone, when you have a dream, share it with everyone. The reason you share with dream, everyone to hold yourself accountable. Yes. If you want, if you want to get in shape, don't tell only two people, go to 100 people. I want to lose 20 pounds in two months. I want to lose 20 pounds in two months. Want, tell everyone you see, what you doing? I'm losing 20 pounds in two months. I'm losing this. When you, the more people you tell, the more you hold, like me, when I wrote the book called The Two Dollar American Dream, before I wrote the book, I told everyone, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. And people start calling me, oh, how many chapters you are? I said, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you start writing the book. Doc, you have, when you share it, you hold yourself accountable. After you share it, what you do, you plan it. After you get to work and you achieve it. It's very simple. I mean, you said something, something very important, Lisa, is repetition. is discipline. Yes. When, when, I, when I talked to Les Brown, and, uh, and wow, you're magic. You're number one speaker in the world. He said, don't no, no, worry no, I just practice every day. I said, "What?" I said no, yeah. I said, "If you do the same thing like me, you practice every day, every day, and the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. If somebody's sick, you still practice. If you go vacation, you still practice. If it's raining outside, you still practice. If it's earthquake, you still practice. Every day, you're going to be number speaker in the world." And I got it.
1: Yeah, it's very true.
2: Every day. Yeah,
1: very, very true. And I also wanted to use this opportunity to publicly thank you because you've been instrumental behind the scenes for, I mean, I've showcased uh, Les Brown on radio, as you know, Uh, we've had discussions about that. Uh, I've showcased John Leslie Uh, his son on radio, and there was some things that were planned and they didn't unfortunately come to fruition and there's no blame or judgment with that. Just some personal things that they're contending with that uh, just didn't make it the best time in which to go forward. But because you were so kind, Riyadh, in what you did, I mean, I I saw the pictures of you over at Les's house. I've talked to him on the phone. Uh, You know, you were kind of putting that reminder in his ear. Like, you know, you do pay it forward and you are of service. And that was before I even said to you, that I was going to bring you onto radio is my way of personally and publicly thanking you because you certainly did not need to do, do that. You and I have never met personally. We've never conducted business together. Uh, but, you know, when you get to this level of what you're doing and what I'm doing, it's all one degree of separation. And so I just want to say for what you've done to kind of advocate for me and to kind of keep me afloat in the brain of Les Brown and, um, I want to say thank you. And uh, those things will materialize when they're better ready and suited to do so. But for your kindness and your generosity and your contributions towards that, I just want to say thank you. Because that, again, shows team player. That shows, you know, we're all part of the collective. That shows You're always being mindful of your humble beginnings that you only got to where you were because of somebody extending to you their hand and saying, "Okay, I'm going to prop you up and I'm going to give you an opportunity. And so even though those things had already transpired and I'd had those commitments and conversations with Les Brown, you were able for how busy he was, you were able to bring it back to the surface, even though it just wasn't it wasn't meant to happen at this period of time, but it will um, but I want to thank you for that because that shows again and reinforces the true character of who you are, um, in that you do want to help people wherever you can, wherever you play a role or see an opportunity to do so. So thank you for that.
2: Thank you. Liz. And remember, Lisa, something, the more you give, the more you receive. Remember true. when I came here, when I came here in 2000, Mike the Mar- from Morocco on the restaurant, he gave me the opportunity. If he said, no, no, no maybe I'll be back in Tunisia. I'm not here because I cannot make it. Like, you know, he gave me the opportunity it's okay to stay tonight. Like, is, remember your gift is not for you, it's for others. Yes. It's not what's in it for you, it's what's in it for others. Like, this is how people remember you. And you'd be surprised how many times I pick up the phone and helping people and, and this changed my life. And uh, in the end of the day, life is not about transaction
0: mm-hmm.
2: life is not about you if, if you think life is about transaction if you, you're going to be out from ink and papers
0: <laughs> you'll, be
2: out, <laughs> you'll be out of ink and paper very soon okay if you think on transaction no more ink no more paper life is about transaction is part of our life life is about legacies is about when when i travel and people ask me Riyadh. Oh, like what's your goal every day I said my goal every day is to add three smiles a day
1: is I that a goal just,
2: or is that a purpose yeah like more of purpose you know sometimes yes. people think and said I want to build a house I want to do this I want to build a hospital okay this is good this is good I love this I want to build a hospital for the homeless I like this I mean let's come back to the basic actually okay let's come back hold uh, holding door for someone walk and Let's come back, say, like, add smiles to people's face. Let's come back to the phone. Fond- I'm big in foundation, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's big when you do this. And from there, you can go bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah.
1: Beautiful. So for somebody who has already manifested what they have, I mean, you're an author, you've got huge uh, Instagram following, Um, you help people, you're a consultant with Instagram, and that tends to be where people are gravitating to towards being their preferable social media outlet. Um, You know, you do speaking, you've got your own juice bars. I mean, you've got water, you've got clothing line you've got all this stuff so for somebody who has the lofty goals that you do and holds a bigger vision for yourself always and is always looking to increasingly grow and expand what's next on the horizon for you what are you endeavoring to do what do you want to do
2: i think the one thing i need to do better lisa i need to spend more time with my kids
1: mm. uh,
2: like, I think something, a lot of people sometimes walk, said, oh, you're very successful. You have everything. No, nobody have everything. No one. Right. I mean, uh, the one thing that, you know, sometimes working 15, 16, I, I remember my mother and my daughter said, daddy, you work all the time, daddy, I never see you. And that uh, hurt me. I think my goals is beside businesses, beside growing, this is something part of our life, business and growing. And, um, it's about spending more time with my kids Beautiful. because in the end of the day it's is not how big are your house is how bigger your heart. Yeah. And, and the reason I wrote the book and I remember the one, the one powerful thing happened to me when I'm driving my kids to school and my daughter reading my book in the back, in the back of the car, she's reading my book. And she told me, daddy, my mom, her name is Hannah. And she told me, is Hannah okay now? Is Hannah ha- have hot water now? I thought yes. Is Hannah is Hanna don't sleep in the floor no more? I said yes. Hannah, my mom, Hannah, don't sleep on the floor. It's so powerful seeing my daughter reading the book and learning about me, about my life growing up in here. And um, you know, Lisa, uh, business is something part of my daily thing to grow life, to create more jobs. You know, this is something is not I'm focusing 100 percent. Mm-hmm. Middle, you mean, my day divided in three always. This is how I do my day, my daily goals. I have a personal goals, business goals, and legacy goals.
1: Beautiful. Every day.
2: Every day I have three. A lot of people, 98%, folks, I get up in the morning. I don't have my breakfast. I don't have my water. I don't have anything. Let me rush to work. <laughs> I, need, I need to make money. and look what, I need to make money. And look what happened now. You come back 5, 6 p.m. Oh, my God. I never eat nothing. I'm so hungry. And start eating. dog. In the end for the day, when he goes to sleep, he's not happy the way you look. He's not working out. Business is not going the way I don't. Like I tell everybody. You have three daily goals every day. Personal goals, make sure you drink your water, have your snacks ready to go. And Business goals, make sure whatever you did yesterday, you do better today. And legacy goals, before you say goodnight to yourself, ask yourself, do you spend time with your family? How many smiles you add a day? I have three daily goals. That's what I do every day. Make sure. beautiful. And when you do this, because in the end for the day, always, you're not taking nothing with you. I'm not saying be lazy, don't work, don't make money. No, no, no. You have to. Money is part of your life. You have mm-hmm. to. I mean, the same thing. Your focus is about legacy. You know what I mean? Yes. Your focus. And remember. We're just guests in this planet. Sometimes people get up, say, why is me? Why? why? No, 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 no. You're just guests. And mm. um, something else, Lisa, I'm big in inner circle. Is I'm big in who you spend the time with. Yes. It's very important. My success is I get so lucky to spend time with, with my bosses, people. Like when I did personal trainer, I, my boss always take me to the lunch and tell me, hey, let me teach you this. I learned so much from Les Brown, from a lot of people. And I learn every day. I'm learning more and more. It's about who you spend time with. Because remember, you have a smartphone. You don't have dumb phone. Your phone is to, <laughs> a lot of people, 98% of people have dumb phone. Like when, yes. when, you, when you use your phone, like, do you, do you know what happened, Lisa? I figured out like, when I when I, I do a lot of masterminds, I think a, a lot of people get distracted easy. A lot of people get up in the morning, and said, "Okay, I want to work," and suddenly somebody calling the phone and said, "Oh, she's my friend. I need to pick up the phone." And she talk on the phone and she have a problem and drama and go from there and go to the next. And in the end for the day, she forgets what actually did. And remember, your day starts yesterday. Yes. Your day don't start today. Like me, on Sunday I clean my car. I have all my snacks for next week. I have my almond, my apple, my tea, my cherry. I have all my snacks for the week. I have my water. I have my car clean. Doc, when Monday starts, I go to the subject right away. I go mm. right away. And yeah, a lot of people get up in the morning. and say Monday. Oh my God, I-, I need to stop in the store get uh, some <laughs> snacks. Oh, oh, I forget to clean my car. Oh, I forget to to take this box from my car because I need. Like you see, what happened? Don't remember your day starts yesterday. Yes. Don't, when you start right away, when you when you get up in the morning, it's like you only like you you, you like you go to the day right away, and when you win the morning, you win the day. And the mistakes, Lisa, people do. People think, oh, I have 24 hours. You do not have 24 hours. You have 86,400 seconds. You don't have yes. hours second.
1: Beautiful. And so very true. So very true. And yes, I mean, you do have to, be, you have to organize yourself. See, this is why people don't accomplish what they say they want to accomplish or why things get further delayed or why people get are prone to procrastination. You know, it's because they're not effectively planning their time or utilizing their time in a way that's going to best serve them and maximize it. You know, so you do have to be proactive. You do have to anticipate what you're going to need ahead of time in order to be ready to go out of the gate the following day so that you can really get out of your day and own the day the best way you can consistently. And don't just do it when you feel like it or you're in a good mood or you've gotten paid or you've gotten laid or, you you know, all of that stuff. Do it regardless because, you know, you've got to do that on the days when you especially don't feel like it. Because if you can force yourself to adopt those habit habits and patterns, which morph into discipline on the days that you don't feel like it. And then on the days where it's easier because you're in a better mood or things are flowing or seemingly more aligned. Um, then, then you know, your DNA doesn't discern the difference between a bad day and a good day. You just know it's got to get done. Right? And, and you know,
2: you the, can, exactly. What you said, Lisa, is so powerful because a lot of people miss in Lisa. A lot of people try to manage time instead manage activity. You yes. don't manage time, you manage activity. A lot of people say, oh, I want to do this project, take me one hour. No, no, no. In one hour to be done. Maybe this project take you only 30 minutes. 30 minutes, don't you have to manage activity and uh, something else? These i want to share you don't manage happiness, you manage joy.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: not because a lot people said, if, if my daughter show up, i would be happy. You know, what I mean, if, 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 you know, what I mean, everything, if, if, F F F F, F, F. the most important what you do is you manage, you, you manage joy, you don't manage happiness, and you don't manage energy, you manage desire. Do you know, I learned this from Les Brown, told me you don't manage energy, you manage, less, you, you manage desire. How many times people go home and he tell his wife, oh, do you want to go to the mall? And the wife said, no, I don't want to go. I mean, if you tell her, do you want to go dance? Oh, yeah, let's go, let's go dance. Dog, it's more desire.
1: Mm. Interesting. Interesting. It's funny because I've talked about just recently with one of my former guests, Dave Meltzer, um, you know, some people, they they talk about happiness versus joy. Some people, you know, they debunk happiness and they reinforce joy and how they're different. And, you know, it was interesting because however people want to preface it, however people choose to characterize it or label it it's all under the same umbrella. I mean, if you're more caught up playing a semantics game than you are actually being in the flow of it, that's the bigger issue, right? So rather than playing, and, and that's not to negate the significance for you for what you said is being important and equally invaluable. I'm just saying sometimes people get caught up in the verbiage and the semantics of things and, and, and they're too in their head, right? It's analysis paralysis versus just being, uh, you know, critical in their thinking do what works for you but if it's going to achieve the same end result for somebody who frames it differently but you're both in that same energetic vibe of desiring or being happier or or being joy-filled just do it
2: exactly just exactly what you said is very very important like like i think what happened uh lisa is again one more time is about the inner circle you know i mean a lot of people around people said oh meet you," you know Meet you. Mm-hmm. I never, I never make it today. Meet you. I never have time to read the book today. Like the inner circle is the most. Imp- if you want to succeed, change your friend today. Today right. you have to change. If you change the people, okay. Uh, uh, before you audit your business, audit yourself. Yes. Before you audit your business, just audit yourself. So who I talk today? If the people I talk bring positivity or negativity in my life. If you do this, you're going to be a winner. This is what I tell everyone. You're going to be a winner. Me, a lot of people don't a lot a lot of people confuse nice with kindness, with making the job done. Sometimes people said, no, I have to pick up the phone. I know if I don't pick up the phone, she's going to be upset at me. Let her get upset. It's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Get the work mm-hmm.
2: done. Let her get, oh she's my friend. Yeah. Can you get the work done after you talk to her, after you're done? I think a lot of people, a lot of people want to say, I want everybody like me. No, 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 no. You want everybody to respect you because you have, you make the job done, not likes you.
1: Right, right. This
2: is what people confuse. I want everybody to respect me because I get the job done, because I'm successful.
1: Well, and the thing is, too, like before we start wanting or wishing external acceptance, likes, followers, subscribers, all of that, I mean, you've got to be good with yourself because if you're good with yourself, but people aren't following you, then that's not going to matter to you. But if people are following you because you're not even drinking your own Kool-Aid and then, you know, this is where the imposter syndrome kicks in. This is where people like are, you know, perceivably fake or or they're not seen as authentic because it's like okay to what degree do you do you really buy into that yourself and but yet here you are you're asking me to buy into you when you're clearly vacillating all over the place and you're very incongruent in in matching up I can hear everything you're shuffling around there you got to be quiet (laughs) sorry no that's okay you're multitasking but anyway so you know like you've got to if, if you're going to, you got to be congruent, you know, this is where words match up with actions. And so if you are more committed to liking yourself, loving yourself, and that being um, more derived out of self respect versus external accolades or notoriety or status or celebrity or whatever, you know, it's an inside job because, you know, at any, any, for any reason, on any day, for any occasion, anything unforeseen or untoward can change the whole trajectory of any of our journeys or the perception or the optics of who we are or what we present to the world. So, you know, just get clear with you and then you're good with anyone else. Really. And mindset, and if-
2: exactly. And mindset is very important, Lisa. Mindsets, stay focused, what you said. Uh, I remember when I started posting Instagram, my first post and second, and people tell me, why are you posting Instagram? Why are you wasting your time? Why are you doing this? And everybody, me, you know I did it? I tell everyone, I'm, I'm, posting, I'm posting for my daughters every day. Mm. And people said, what? I said, it's is for my kids. And I see my daughter always reading. It's like the mindset. I can be like given up in two years ago. I mean, I kept going and I kept going. Now I have a lot of followers. Now I get like, and now I'm making money from Instagram by people hiring me as a consultant. Doc, you see, you have two way thinking. People always approach you, Lisa. Tell you, why are you doing this? You're wasting your time. Because he's mm. not doing it. Because he's not doing it this way. You're gonna have 98. 98- percent tell any project why you doing? when i want to write the book people say why you write a book who is going to read your book why wow. i mean now my book is my legacy so anything you want to do make sure you love it and yes. you, when people okay when people tell you you're crazy then when people do not tell you you're crazy then your dream is not big enough
1: that's right bingo this is
2: the this is the key tell always tell people i want to write a book what yeah i'm going gonna, gonna to do it and I want to I create jobs. If you want to create jobs, yeah. and go, Everybody want to tell you no. When people, I love when people tell me no, Lisa. When people tell me no, I love when they tell me You remember you told me no? No is yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, who's getting the last laugh, buddy?
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love it. People said when, yeah. And I think life is a, a long journey. And a lot of people ask me, do, do you born like this, Riyadh? Do you know what happened? It's about seeing my family. And it's two things surround your pa- yourself with the stronger people and audit yourself every day said so who i talk on the phone every day and mm-hmm. what i what i learned before before you say good night to yourself said so what's something i learned today if you never learn nothing pick up a book or read i remember lisa if you don't ask questions, the answer is no that's right that's and a lot right. of people ask me said a lot of people ask me, said, Riyadh, I, I, can, I, I cannot afford you on Instagram, I cannot afford social media, I don't have money. Yeah, I'm okay with this. You know what happened? You have something called YouTube and Google for free. <laughs> this is what people missing. I tell everyone, you don't need to hire me. Me, can you go to YouTube and learn about Instagram? Everything is free in YouTube. Everything yes. is there, everything in Google. Oh yeah? Yeah, go on YouTube and Google, read, everything is free. Go <laughs> learn it, it's free. A lot of people said, Oh, I don't like what Instagram do. It's free. Right. I don't like what's Facebook changing all the time. It's free. Right. It's free. What you don't like about it's free. You never pay for it. This is, I think for me, I'm blessed I'm in America. Because, you you know, Lisa, I come here with only $2 in my pocket. And the only word in English I know is a job. And because America, my mom has. In America, my mom have hot water. And because America, my mom don't cry no more.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, you've certainly been, uh, this has been a great conversation. And, you know, big props and respect and kudos to you for what you've amassed for yourself. Um, and that's, that. I'm not speaking in the success realm. I'm, spo- I'm speaking in the character building form. Because if you can figure things out under the most dire, horrendous, tragic, challenging of circumstances, then at any other point in your life, I believe if the rug gets pulled out from you again, or some other tragic, tragedy strikes, you've already built up that infrastructure of, you know what, I knew how to solve my problem the first time, I've adapted and adopted the skills that, that led me to get to here, I can do it again, I can do it again, and I can do it time and time again. So, you know, you've proven to yourself, never mind proving to the rest of the world what you're made of, you've proven to yourself that you've got the guts, and you've got the fortitude, and you've got the attitude, and you've got the aptitude, you've got all of the essential ingredients that make you having the story that you have the journey that you have and the vision that you have even possible so you know congratulations to you really a job well done Ria
2: and thank you Lisa And you know Lisa we're five kids I'm the youngest one someone have to do it and happen to be me Lisa we're five kids and someone have to change the life on my mom living. you know and have to happen to be me I'm not going to make my mom cry all her life. I'm not going to come back. When I come to America, I said, I'm going to die or I'm going to make it happen. That's right. It. When I come here, I said, I'm going to find a job and make my mom proud or I'm going to die in the street, be homeless. Because I'm not going to come back to my mom, knock at the door, said, mommy, I'm sorry. You bring me to this world and I cannot do nothing for you. I'm not going to do this because she's my mom. She's my heart. I, sl- mm. I come from her, I, I'm not, a, I come, like, a lot of people have to get it. I come from her stomach. I just don't, a lot of people have to, I have to go more deeper. Um, when I came to America, I said, I'm determined. I don't have plan B. I do not have plan B. I just have plan A.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: do not. A lot of people say, oh, if it don't work, I come back home. No, 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 I come back home and stay with my mom. If, if I don't work, I can come back with my, no, 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 no. I do not have a plan B. I have just plan A moving forward
1: love that and
2: when you do this you're going to be winner you find your why and go all the way to the top find your why yes and, and remember again we are in america my friend mm-hmm. don't forget this
1: well as a side if i if i had five kids i think i'd be crying all the time too
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
1: You know, not to make light of your story. I, you know, I'm just, I I have a joke for everything, but um, no, I think what you've amassed for yourself, what you've created and cultivated for yourself, a lot of blood, sweat and tears and and fierce belief in yourself. Um, Good on you. I want to thank you for the gift of your time. I want to thank you for the gift of your friendship because we've, we've established one outside of what we're doing here today on radio. And uh, I'd like to very quickly, just being cognizant of time here, Riyadh, I'd like to give you the opportunity to quickly plug where people can reach out to you for an initial consult or just to connect with you on social media.
2: Yeah, for any, uh, I'm on Instagram under Riyadh Hamdi underscore, Riyadh Hamdi is R, I, A like Apple, D like David and H like Harry. And my last name is Hamdi, H like Harry, A like Apple. M like Mary D like David and I Riyadh Hamdi and um, you can DM me if you have any question. Uh, The most important for everyone, just get up in the morning and making it happen. Don't, don't watch the news, make the news, just make the news. Don't watch it.
1: Bingo. Bingo. Well, again, Riyadh, I just want to say thank you for the gift of your time. Thank you for everything that you've brought to the show energetically. Uh, you know from an educational awareness standpoint vulnerability this was a great interview I thoroughly enjoyed it Uh, I always take notes when I'm interviewing people because then I can play it back after the fact when I'm not wearing the hat of host and I can really sponge up fully everything that my guest of each week has graciously and generously shared with myself and the global listening audience and the podcast subscribers so thank you again we'll be in touch to the listening audience I want to thank you as well uh, for taking time out of your own hectic schedules for tuning into myself my show of each week and my guest of today riyadh hamdi uh, i'm very clear on my purpose my purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more until next week i wish you all my very best love and gratitude take care to all of you you as well riyadh bye